What do new mums need the most? I think new mums need to remember that you cannot pour from an empty cup. Today on Feed, Play, Love, we're talking self-care for new mums. Feed, Play, Love with Siobhan Hunt. Of all the changes you go through in life, becoming a mum can be one of the biggest. Adjusting to your new reality can be hard. So how can we transition and grow into our new role? Ruby Matley says the key is self-care, and she's just written a book about it. It's called Self-Care for New Mums. Hi, Ruby. How are you? Hi. So why do you believe that self-care is so important for new mums? Like you haven't written a book about, I guess, how to get the laundry done or how to manage dinner and walking the dog when you have a new baby. You've focused on self-care in particular. Why? So for me, it was about my personal experience and I needed to find a long-term sustainable solution. I sought help with, you know, health professionals, but I just needed something that would work for me not in the short term, but also in the long term and to help me avoid burnout. So for me, it was a matter of putting rituals and routines in place um, that made me a better mum, a better wife, and to be able to care for my children. You say that it was to avoid burnout. Is that something you felt you were going through before you were looking for solutions? Absolutely. I think the burnout, the sleep deprivation, the stress, the lack of support. We, we live so far away from our families now. We, we live in such nuclear families. And um, I think the, the fact that I got to the level of being so highly anxious and depressed was because I was just so burnt out and I hadn't cared for myself in, you know, close to two years. When I had my first baby, which is now, goodness, 10 years ago, it did feel like women were just expected to get on with it and that it's hard, but it's always been hard. And this is just what mums do, just get on with it. Do you think expectations have changed? Absolutely. I think, you know, one thing is certainly social media creates this illusion that we can do it all. And I think mums feel that now you know we we've got to work we've got to look after our kids we've got to be baking and you know living this perfect lifestyle and have everything under control and the house clean and it's just not realistic you know one thing we don't talk a lot about is mourning our old life because all those things you listed there quite possibly aren't expectations or pressures we feel before we have kids but we don't always talk about, you know, the old life, what what life used to be like. We're meant to just jump into this new one, embrace it and, and move forward. Why do you think it's something we need to process? I think it's it needs to be normalised that it's okay to mourn your life before having kids. And it's such a dramatic change. And I think it's so hard to explain to someone when they're pregnant or before they have kids how how much of a change it is on so many things you know your 
your everyday life, your friendships, your work, your relationship. There's just so many changes. And I think that's where self-care comes into play because the things that maybe we did before kids that we enjoyed, we now maybe can't do. And I know that was definitely, you know, the way it was for me. And it was almost trying to create, recreate who I was and where I got my enjoyment from now that I have two little people to care for. If it is a process of letting go of that old life, do you have any practical tips on how we do that? I think I actually, one of the contributors for the book, Rebecca, Dr. Rebecca Ray, um, she talks about self-kindness and this is something that for me I'm still working on but I learned a lot from speaking with her about being kind to yourself and speaking to yourself as if you would your friend. So if you're giving advice to your friend or you're trying to encourage or be positive Um, towards a friend that's had a baby but to do the same to yourself and speak to yourself in that way and it's really something that you constantly have to work on because I think a lot of the time with parenting is you can you can get bogged down in what's kind of going wrong and sometimes there's only snippets of positive things that come out of a day and that that is motherhood and that is parenting but self-kindness I feel is a really great way to move forward and be positive in you know who you are and who you're becoming and the sort of parent that you want to be without all of that noise you know social media and expectations around you and actually just being kind to yourself and speaking to yourself with respect and not placing any expectations on yourself I think there was one thing in the book about you wrote about celebrating your wins and and what you had actually achieved in that first week, month, year of parenting, which, you know, I don't think I ever did, you know, like, oh, I never knew how to change a nappy in the middle of the night with no lights on, but now I do. And actually celebrating the things that you'd achieved, that seems like it can completely change the way you look at things. Absolutely. I think women are just so incredible. You know, we have no training for this and we we go through labor and birth and then we have this tiny little human that comes with all their little bits and pieces, you know, whether that's they had birth defects or whether they're struggling to breastfeed or whether you're not producing breast milk, no matter what it is, everyone has their little challenges. And I just think, you know, celebrating those those wins and seeing how far you've come because Sometimes you can get a bit lost or or get lost in that fog and you think, oh, this is just so monotonous and this is, you know, relentless. But actually you've come so far, like what you've achieved is is incredible. And I think celebrating those, just those small things is a really great way to stay positive and, and see the light. You mentioned social media there and one part of this book that I do love is that you actually acknowledge that social media is a part of life for many women and and sometimes it's how they connect. So not everyone can just say, I'm just not going to scroll, I'm not going to look, I'm not going to be online. But you do have some caveats with that. How do you advise women manage their social media consumption in a healthy way? 
I think for me it's a it was about unfollowing people that I felt didn't bring me joy. It didn't bring me joy by looking or reading what they were posting online. And so it was finding people that either was architecture or it was someone that, you know, a mum that's got a really great story and sharing, you know, great valuable information or a psychologist. And so when I was using social, when I am using social media, you can limit what you see and see the things that only bring you joy. Another thing you do in the book is you outline five of the key afflictions for new mums. And sadly, they all resonated with me and what I felt in that initial period. And sometimes still, to be honest, there were perfectionism, guilt, self-doubt, self-judgment, and trying to be in control all the time and feeling out of control. I'm wondering if you think these feelings all come down to our own expectations of how we should mother. And there's a phrase you repeat throughout the book that I think is so important to this whole conversation and all of those five things we do to ourselves. And that is, you are enough. Exactly as you are with your skills and your failings and everything you can and can't do, you are enough. Do you think that's like the key to getting through this period is actually letting go of those things and just trying to sit within that phrase? Absolutely. I think you've got to be kind to yourself and be open and honest about how you're feeling and really be okay with how you're doing it, not worrying about what you think it should be, just really sitting with what you're doing is right for you and your baby. And, you know, I always remind reminded myself when my second was born that he's warm, he's loved, he's fed, he's safe, you know. And sometimes it's just remembering those key things rather than these huge expectations of what should be or how it should look because, yeah, it's just not realistic. And you also say in the book that self-care doesn't need to be a weekend away with your girlfriends, although it could be. I highly recommend it if you ever can. But there can be just little steps. So it doesn't have to be overwhelming when you're so consumed with looking after your baby. That's right. You know, especially when your baby's young, you can't really take those long lunches and, and do things that you're away from your baby for extended periods of time. So it's really just finding little things that you enjoy and then building on that as your baby grows and evolves and as you grow and evolve as a mother. And, you know, it shouldn't be something that costs a lot of money. Um, It should be something that you enjoy and that makes you feel good and fills up that cup. I think one of the things that I really recommend to friends is booking in time. So just like you would a doctor's appointment, book in a window of time that is just for you and make sure you go to it, make sure you leave at the time you say you're going to leave and you'll be back at the time you're going to be back so that you actually give your time yourself that time because we tend to 
you know, we get a, a little window and then we go, oh, we'll just go and do the food shopping or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And that's not actually self-care, you know, actually going, nope, this is for me. I'm going to do something that I, I'm i going to enjoy and that's going to make me feel good and feel better. And, um, yeah, sticking to it. Ruby, it's great advice. It's a beautiful little book. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thank you so much. That's Ruby Matley. She's the author of Self-Care for New Mums, and you'll find links to the book in the notes of this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Feed, Play, Love. If you did, please rate, review, or favourite. That way, you'll get all the new episodes, plus we can reach and help even more parents. And if you have a topic you'd like me to cover, email me at feedplaylove.com at listener.com. Bye for now.